The mortgage industry never stays still. With interest rates moving, companies changing, and regulation increasing, there's always another story. This is The Principle, where we break it down daily and take a deeper dive into the issues. I'm Christine Stewart, Editorial Director for the Mortgage News Network. Let's pay it down. But first, a word from our sponsors. This podcast is brought to you by PennyMac TPO and Power Plus, their next-generation broker portal that gives you more speed and control over the process. You can now disclose, lock, and manage your loan seamlessly from start to finish, all in one place. It's another reason why greatness lives here. PennyMac TPO is Division of PennyMac Loan Services, LLC, Equal Housing Lender, NMLS ID number 35953, licensed by the Department of Business Oversight under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act. Conditions and restrictions may apply. In the mortgage industry, rapidly shifting rate changes can make it hard for customers to stay loyal. Focusing on relationships and interpersonal communication may be the reasons that customers stay. Welcome to The Principal. I'm Sarah Wolak, staff writer for National Mortgage Professional. We sat down at the New England Women in Banking Conference last week with Lisa J. Oliver. She's president and CEO at the Cooperative Bank of Cape Cod. Here's the conversation that we had with Lisa. Thank you for coming to our conference today, New England, you know, um, banking for women. It's amazing to have you as a keynote speaker. Thanks. Yeah. So your presentation was a lot about building relationships Mm -hmm. in the industry. Can you um, emphasize why that's important and why this is a relationship driven industry? I think everything we do in the world is is built on relationships, and over the last three years, that's been challenged. Just from everything that we faced, being more self-contained, the the continuing growth of um, electronics and the way we communicate in an alternate way, um, relationships have to evolve to use other sources of communication. But the reality is, relationships are really important because without relationships, we become a commodity, and we don't differentiate. Our selling value is based on cost not value. Mm-hmm. So can you emphasize a bit more what yeah. it, how to differentiate, dir- differentiate yourself <laughs> from being a commodity to being a, a human person and building trust with somebody? Yeah, you, you ha- the goal is to do your homework before you have a conversation with someone. I mean, understand let's say it's a, it's a business conversation, understand an industry that they're in, understand what it means to be in that industry, use information you may have from other clients that are part of that industry so that when you are speaking to an individual who know, who, you know, has challenges and opportunities and is growing or maybe not growing, dealing with economic challenges, dealing with whatever may be present, you have a more relatable knowledge set to be able to help them. Um, and when you come to the table, with the right kind of questions, you listen, and you put together solutions, you get clients that are willing to pay for that level of resource, that level of insight, that le- level of problem solving. If you don't, and you, you get known as the lowest price person, and, and people who get business by having the lowest price are going to lose that business just as quickly for the next lowest price. And if you've created value, and if you've created a meaningful trust with that client, they're not going to leave you. 
Mm-hmm. I think, idea. yeah, that touches on a really important part. We're yeah. in an interest rate driven environment. They're very volatile. And a lot of consumers are asking questions about that. And sometimes you can't get them the lowest rate possible. But like you said, you can hone right. in on your relationship skills and start to de- develop right. trust and, and a more meaningful relationship with your client. Do you think since we're at a women's conference, yeah. women could use this skill to kind of accelerate themselves in this career? Absolutely. Because Women traditionally say, I I don't like to sell. It's not my thing. I'm not saying to sell. Um, I think the point of my conversation today was how important a service mindset is to create outcomes, value-added outcomes that generate new sales. At the end of the day, companies have to be worried about how much revenue they're making and how much they're spending to make that revenue. If we can't bring the revenue in, that's a problem. But the concept of selling, go hit numbers, go check mark widgets in a box. That's not what we should be doing. We should be understanding how to develop qualitative relationships with people. And that's our relationships with customers, potential prospects. It's also the way we treat our employees, right? If not, they're also going to be a commodity and they're going to come in and they're going to leave because they don't feel valued either. And it's the way to move the numbers without saying, go get me 15 prospect calls. You know, it's a different mindset. And women will always say, I hate selling. I said, you're not selling. You're you're delivering value. You're delivering expertise. You're finding solutions and you're making a trusted relationship of value. It's called, you know, we call it trusted advisors. I think that gets a little overused and trite, but it has to be a culture that's built within a company Mm -hmm. to do it that way. Don't miss the largest regional mortgage show in the nation. The New England Mortgage Expo returns to Mohegan Sun in Connecticut, January 12th and 13th. See us at www.nemortgageexpo.com. Start your year with the best connections in the industry. Dozens of sessions, scores of exhibitors. It's where success is written every hour. www.nemortgageexpo.com. And this topic often gets brought up um, when people are delving into um, new segments or new demographics that they're not used to. Yeah. So I, I really want to hone in on the Latino community and start building relationships there. So do, could, do you think a lot of those skills and those learning lessons correlate if you're diving into a completely different market? Yeah. Well, I think the first thing you have to le- know, like I said before, is learn about the market. If I know a lot about the hospitality industry in Cape Cod, which we do, but I don't know a lot about the Portuguese small business market on Cape Cod, I better figure out how to learn about it before I'm out there professing to know all the answers and all the solutions. So being a great service-focused provider takes a commitment and it takes time and an investment of your time to learn about what you're saying before you go say it, because you could be completely trying to build trust and value and totally missing the mark. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people say, don't jump right into your sales pitch because that can Mm -hmm. kind of, you know, have people put their guard up. You have to build. So what is the first step to have a regular conversation with somebody about their goals? What kind of questions would you ask a client to help build trust? You know, I think you need to ask super curious, open-ended questions. Um, You need to be able to have a conversation without saying much. As salespeople or people who are pressured to feel the need to make a sale, we tend to start making the sale as soon as we hear, hear the first little hint of a need and we're popping a solution off and we're saying, oh, we got this product, we should talk about this. And that's gonna be completely off-putting. If you can invest your time in a meeting and all you're gonna do is ask questions and ask I say open-ended questions. Don't ask yes, no questions. Ask questions like, 
you know, so on Cape Cod, we're coming into the off season, cash flow gets slower. What are the, what are the things that you are thinking about now that are of the biggest concern? Mm-hmm. And the person will start talking. And then you say, tell me more about that. Hmm. Has this always been an issue? How have you solved it in the past? Or have there been, I, I mean, I could role play it, but the goal is just ask connecting questions because people love to talk about their businesses. People love to talk about themselves. People love to talk about their heritage, their community, their recent move. And they love to talk about challenges because once you demonstrate that you've heard what they've said um, and you come back to them and reiterate what you've heard and say, and here's how I'm proposing you think about solving this. And then you deliver that all the way to the end game you have just made a relationship. Mm -hmm. I think that's a great piece of advice. People love talking about themselves. And as a salesperson, you need to know that, right? Yeah. And be, and be comfortable. My family is not, nor am I, but you have to be comfortable with some dead space in a conversation. Cause if you ask a question and there's a little bit of a pause, um, just wait it out. (laughs) be patient yeah yeah but yeah be patient awesome well thank you thank you for sharing your advice and coming here to um teach us all today thanks for having me so much we'll be right back with the rest of your headlines for today october 26th this podcast was brought to you by penny mac tpo and power plus their next generation broker portal visit tpo.pennymac.com to sign up PennyMac TPO is a division of PennyMac Loan Services, LLC, Equal Housing Lender, NMLS ID number 35953, licensed by the Department of Business Oversight under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act. Conditions and restrictions may apply. Here's the rest of your headlines for today, October 26th. Mortgage applications continue to fall, reaching a 21-year low. This is because the rate for the 30-year fixed is now over 7%, at least according to the MBA. The MBA doesn't think things will get any better. Its economists predict another 3% decline in purchase originations in 2023 and a 24% drop in refis. Even though earnings from Mr. Cooper Group went down, the company still outperformed analysts' expectations. Earnings for the third quarter fell by 25% from the previous quarter. It's the second straight quarterly decline. And finally, the FHFA is publishing new data that could help lower bias in home appraisals. The FHFA's new uniform appraisal data will shed light on home valuations for loans compiled by Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac going back to 2013. This has been The Principal, a Mortgage News Network podcast. All podcasts are produced by T.G. Kutamperor, Matthew Mullins, and Sarah Woolock. Mike Savino is head of multimedia, and Christine Stewart is editorial director. The opening theme was Status by Jamie Bathgate, and the music you hear now is Glossy by Skygaze. You can find episodes of The Principal at www.mortgagenewsnetwork.com or you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to rate and review so that others can find us. Thanks for listening.